of execution Brett the Hitman Hart yes sir good morning good afternoon good evening how are you welcome to another edition let me make sure get the pillow in the back Mr. Morale the big steppers tour in the back Yankees 27 championships good morning good afternoon good evening YouTube 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 watching on YouTube if you like podcasts like I like podcasts always watch me on podcast app Thank you for those who figured out that the podcast was having some issues on Apple Podcasts and those that listen on Spotify. As always, Aunt Raj checking in, figuring stuff out. But uh, always the link tree and the bio for the Instagram. I'm on TikTok. This is recorded. Um, always check for Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, but YouTube. Trying to bring the YouTube up. People like seeing people talk. Uh, thank you guys for all the support. It means so much to me, man. Um, I want to talk about tapping into the inner you, the inner kid in you. And um, also, if somebody knows the name of this bad boy, I've been wanting this for a minute. And I finally got it. If you don't know the name of this bad boy from a very popular series, holla at me. You don't win nothing but love and you're just amazing. But... uh this bad boy, I've always been wanting it, you know, uh, for a long time, long time, probably like five or six years, but I struggled from this thing called um, post-traumatic broke disorder, um, when you used to not having much and you really, really worried about your finances, they might go away, things that may deem silly, like this bad boy right here, or buying a wrestling shirt, you know, you're like, oh, I don't know if I really want it, but... I did want it, you know. I've always wanted this thing. Uh, I just like accessories. Like I said, I never really had my own room growing up. So having my own room now, this is it. I have to give y'all a tour one day. Um, I just fill it with things I like. I like Mario Collection. Got my video games, surround sound. Got a little desk in here, creating here. Um, but tap into that inner kid, man. Never let it go away. Uh, things you always wanted, things you always wanted to do. Or things that bring you comfort, like watching, I'll like, watch a lot of wrestling documentaries. That brings me comfort, that brings me joy, because, I mean, wrestling was everything to me. Before I got into any sports or anything like that, wrestling was it. Wrestling was the one. So, I uh, just got finished watching one on um, Paul Heyman from ECW. Great times, great day, man. And it was just amazing to me, so I just want to encourage... Uh, excuse my um, alert. Let me turn this off. This is Ghetto Podcast. Lighting is great, by the way. Uh, book me now, man. I'll set your podcast up, all that good stuff. Uh, but, yes. Um, just tap into that inner kid. Everything you always wanted to do, man. Um, tomorrow's not promised. Honestly, 
It's not. So whatever it is you want to do, always been wanting to do, do it today, do it now. Um, you know, of course, think it out, find some smarts, but tomorrow's not promised, honestly. So it's like we have to do everything we've always wanted to do. You got to do it in a timely manner. And that timely manner usually is now within reason because we don't know when the clock expires on this thing called life. So I encourage everybody that's happened today and the kid. Shout out Bret Hart. I've been real intentional with, you know, older um, people, especially older white people when it comes to like older idols because a lot of them, you know, they've become racist or they've been racist and you didn't know and things like that. So I'm very conscious of the things I wear and stuff. But Bret Hart currently has a black wife. He's a good dude. You always show love to the black community even back in the day go to the different little hoods or whatever and show what a wrestler was like. Like I said, growing up, 90s, it was like wrestling was larger than life. So shout out to Bret Hart for being a good dude. Rest in peace, Owen Hart. The excellence of execution. Um, and make sure you tap in and do some things that you always want. Um, make Do things that make you feel good, man. You always do that. Also, want to talk about music and sports. And... You know, when I try to do these fan questions, you know, um, I realize that it's really hard to pick certain things on the spot. And it's really hard to pick the best or what's this or what's that and top fives and this and that. It's a real redundant question. It's a real hard question. And it's also a question that's always going to be different because it depends on your age bracket and the impact it had on your life. Certain music or sports era, stuff like that for your time in your life is going to be amazing. Of course, it's going to be the greatest thing ever. But for the next person growing up or was born yesterday or born 10 years ago or born 30 something years ago, like myself, it's like everybody's going to have a different opinion. So I think, you know, it's a real unfair question, you know, because it's like, look, I don't know. I'm going to go off my personal legend. I just think it's a, a, a controversy starter. Like I found out and, but it's also, I mean, it's a fun question, but I want people to really realize there is hard questions and I'm, you're going to change your answers. I always want to change my answer. Um, I almost got beat up about my uh, paid in full over New Jack City comments and I've been battling with that ever since because New Jack City has uh, Keep Sweat. It has the great acting from Wesley Snipes. It has, uh, man, Chris Rock doing a phenomenal job. It has Ice Tees. It has all these things. But for my era, like I said, uh, Paid in Full was my high school and what I understood. And uh, also the impact of Paid in Full is when I start businesses and do different things, my mindset and my motto will be the Paid in Full motto of selling crack. And it was like, look, if you sell it for cheaper but more people come, it makes more sense. So... If other people are selling it for 60, I sell it for 40, but I sell more. It makes more sense. And also, you know, a lot of business model people do, like the uh, Larry Junes of the world, I think Currency does it as well, is they drop certain limited things and they make it so where you have to get it now or it's gone. They make a demand for it. And that's how you also make money. And you, but you make quality stuff and you put it out. But sport like Jordan, like I you know, recently bought NBA 2K. I'm not a big NBA 2K guy. I don't play video games as much as usual, but I like 
the Jordan edition and they added a new Jordan challenge. What the Jordan challenge is, is that you play as Michael Jordan from different eras and you sh it shows you what he has done. And for me, Michael Jordan was drafted in 1985. I was born in 1987. I really didn't get into basketball until his last year, which was 98 of being on the Bulls. So I really didn't understand Michael Jordan's greatness. I would throw slander maybe or, oh, man, this person. I wrote a paper. I first started in college on, like, overall basketball, which I might still stand by. I got to think about it. Overall basketball-wise. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, from beginning playing basketball, well, they didn't have AAU in Kareem's time, from beginning playing basketball all the way into the end of your playing career, I would say Kareem was the greatest player because he won in high school, he won in college, he won in the pros, and he's the top scorer. But where Michael Jordan just came and he dominated certain categories, he did certain things, and it was amazing because, I mean, nobody seen nothing like that. Nobody seen determination like that, skill. He changed hip-hop with fashion and Michael Jordan sneakers and dunking and just will and dominant. So pretty much almost every year he went with the Bulls besides one. Well, he didn't go to the championship, but almost every time he played after he won his first championship and learned how to win a championship, he was going to win a championship. Nobody's seen anything like that. On all the stats, Michael Jordan's name is there. But like I said, the NBA 2K, it let me know how great Michael Jordan was. The NBA 2K11, the video game, let me know, like, wow, he did this, he did this, he did this. And I had to reevaluate because I didn't know. And that gets my to, back to my original point of when you don't know, when you're ignorant of certain things, it's hard for you quite to understand how great somebody was. So if it's certain albums or certain everything, also almost got beat up on my Lauren Hill comments, you know. This is recorded, it is a recorded thing, so I got one or two songs that I'll discuss with my beautiful Aunt Rise, um, where we can have a friendly debate on. Uh, but overall, I mean, the album is amazing. And what I love about the album as well and it's definitely a classic. I'd never debate that. But I do feel like it has one or two skips, which called me, text me. We could talk about it. Um, I love the skits, man. And I love the classroom um, idea that she had on a miseducation of Lauren Hill. The skits, you know, with the different kids in a the classroom. They talk about love. And it's like kids and they're giggling. And he was like, if I talk about a car, I'll talk about Jordans, you talk all day. Let the young man talk about love, a young lady. And, you know, I always remember the girl was like, yo, it's just a feeling. You know, love is, you know. And they were explaining, they were in a class and they were just explaining that it was about, you know, when you do anything for that person, when you feel that person. But I love the idea of just talking to young black kids in the city about love and their ideas on it. I think it was amazing and I love that album. I love the skits and I love, um, I got some ideas, some content. When we get to that level, remember this is recorded. I can't tell you now, but I want, I have some ideas around skits. Skits are amazing. I wonder how they were made. A lot of them back in the day, how they did them. What was that like how they were playing? Cause it's some classic Wu-Tang skits. Uh, Snoop Dogg, they used to play around with a lot of stuff in the death row era. It was a lot of things with skits, but the miseducation of Lauren Hill, 
when they going through those classrooms and they talking about different topics. It was just amazing, man. Shout out to Aunt Roz. Don't hurt me. You're my biggest supporter. One of them, for sure, and in many ways you support. I thank you. I thank everybody that supports. But shout out to Aunt Roz, the Miss Education Lauren Hill. She was really going to hurt me, man. Also, keeping it on music, man. Uh, went to a T.I. concert last night. My good brother, G. Mayor, and his wife, Rachel, my wife. And it's a new Stockbridge area out here, a little smaller area. They built an amphitheater. They have different concerts and different things like that. And, I mean, T.I. was one of my favorites, you know, growing up when I was in high school. Trap music was just amazing, that album. And just his will to just be great and always had a chip on his shoulder and the music that just came from him. I love T.I., man. And I just want to salute our legends, you know, and I want us to really uplift our legends. And I think we get into that point. But um, our hip-hop legends do deserve to be able to still do venues uh, when they 60, 70 years old and sell them out and people come out and support. Hip-hop shouldn't be just a cool young man's game. It need to be everybody's game because this is soundtracks to our lives. This is music that help us get by. And these are people that are still people and they need more, you know. It's nothing worse than seeing an old artist or somebody that, you know, paperwork, you know, they take these young kids. Um, shout out to Wayno, Jinx, and The Alchemist. I was listening to a podcast and they talked about how Wayno said that hip-hop record labels is like orphanage, orphanages. They take young kids from the ghetto and they, you know, give them an opportunity and stuff like that. And what they do with that opportunity after that is on them, you know. So it's just like, but these when it comes to this hip-hop music and stuff like that, a lot of them get screwed. They don't have good contracts. And then you got to keep this persona up of like, I got to be young, I got to be hot, and I got to be this, I got to act a certain way. But we need to, man, we need to sell out these venues when our legends come, shout out to T.I. Uh, it was amazing. I love the fact that he encourages his children to do what they want. You know, you know, he has a son that wants to be an artist. He let him come out there, rock through his thing. But uh, if you was on the Shade Room, uh, you know, you'll see or you go to T.I.'s page. Uh, um, I was at the concert where his daughter came out and she's probably like four or something like that. She came out and sang, um, what is it? And I wonder who's loving you. And it, is, it was just amazing to see that little girl with that courage come out there. Almost burned a tear to my eye. I'm going to have to bring that new segment on here, man. Tear to my eye. Uh, things that make me tear up. But things that make me emotional and tear up definitely is just seeing beautiful black people encouraging other black people to be great, especially when it's your kid, um, but also just love in general. It's just love. You know, I have a love for my black people, black skin, black struggle. I love you. I love the people. I love our stories. I love everything, but I love love. I just seen recently it was like a Spanish uh, young man, and I think he had his first drum major concert in college, and his parents surprised him and his brother. And, you know, they just hugged at the door and they both was crying. So it's just amazing. I love love. And just to see that at the concert, the CTI, um, to see my brother G. Merrick perform. And uh, to love, like, his sister in the front crowd cheering him on and 
Everything was great. It was amazing. It, it, it's love, like in its purest form. I just love love, and I just love seeing beautifulness. And um, I just want us to have, you know, a lot of pride in our people, uh, support black business across the street for me to have a little uh, market now where they have some vendors out there. They have some black vendors out there. I got some lemonade, and I got a impossible Philly cheesesteak. I love Philly cheesesteaks, but when I stopped eating chicken, got a little difficult. But um, I love it, man. I love just seeing, you know, black people grow and freedom. I love seeing people reach freedom. Um, also, you know, if you want to learn about freedom, this book here, The Alchemist, I've been reading this, and it's about following a young man on a journey, and it's about different obstacles in life on your journey. You're going to encounter, shout out to Lil Dude, I had this book, didn't read it, but I believe, it, just like it says in this book, Personal Legends, Personal Omens, I believe when certain things and certain people come in your life, when they always been there, but it took you time to figure it out, it's for a reason. You have to read it when you're ready. You have to receive it when you're ready. I also think about that in the body and the mind. The body can tell you, like, hey, I need this, I need that, but until the mind is made up that it's going to do that, it's not going to work out. Your body and mind has to become one, and when it does, it's a beautiful thing. But in that book, The Alchemist, it tells you about Everybody has their own personal legend. They have to find it. But there will be a lot of obstacles along the way. But it depends on you whether you're going to keep going for it or not. There's going to be many deterrents. It might take time off. A lot of things are going to happen. But the best will keep going. The best will figure it out. And the best will make a way out of no way. That is the book of the Alchemist. It's a big book that everybody says to read. But I see now that I'm almost done why they tell people to read it. So, man, find that greatness in you. Uh, uh, Jay-Z said it one time, too. Everybody has genius-level talent in them. They just got to find it. You know, and um, that book is about a journey, you know, and different obstacles along your journey, along your way. But you have to keep going. You have to make it smart. I mean, well, you have to make, you have to be smart about life and know that, you know, most of all, just like T.I. said at the concert last night as well, too, he said, man, believe you and me that if I made it, you can make it because I wasn't supposed to be here. I'm a living testament and I made it. You know, he's one of the biggest hip hop artists ever out there. He's done so much. Salute to T.I. Taking care of his family, doing his thing. You love to see it, man. Another thing I want to start recommending documentaries right now, of course, if we build in black wealth, black excellence, um, it starts with money. You know, um, we have to get, uh, it's a documentary movie called Get Smart With Your Money. Um, I have to watch another one, uh, Understanding Money. I heard that one is great. Shout out to Lil Dude. But um, getting smart with your money, it takes uh, four people. Um, it takes somebody that is living paycheck to paycheck and wants to stop doing that. Um, it takes somebody that has money but uses credit cards a lot and has like a decent income but just spends the money in the wrong way. It has somebody, a family that makes a lot of money but wants to retire early. So they talk about that. And then they have a football player that has money but when he got injured, there was no money coming in. So the premise of it is to understand your money, understand your ups, your downs, what's right, what's wrong. And I mean, my mom is like one of the top 
top. I'm so proud of her, and I was so happy that, you know, uh, she took a year off from work, man. And I thought it was amazing that she was able to do that because of her way of lifestyle, her way of spending. And the key is definitely is if you don't spend that much, if you live below your means, you won't have to really scramble and rush to figure out what you need in life to make it. So, um, and one of those examples is that they talk about your home, your car, and your uh, your home, your car, and food is what's your highest spending. So if you could cut back on those things, you could really make a dent. But debt, you know, I'm thankful that I have very low credit card debt. It's really just student loans ran out, so I had to use the credit card, but I really don't have that much. Um, with student loan forgiveness, I mean, I only have like, uh, like $400 or $800 or something because I went to a technical school, so it wasn't really that much. And I had Hope Scholarship here in Georgia. Thank you for all the lottery players. Um, but basically, it, it, it had different experts come in and talk to them and change their scenario and change their outlook on the money and how the money coming in. But I would love for you to watch it. But the main thing definitely is if you cut back on the things you really don't need and focus on paying stuff off and living a life that's smooth and simple but still enjoyable, you can cut it back. And I said that to talk about money because I don't normally talk about what's going on in the world in the podcast. Um, but this is different because it's special to me. A young brother by the rap name PNB Rock had lost his life in Los Angeles, California. Um, it's, it what looks like a robbery gone into a murder. Very sad. Rest in peace to him. Condolences to his family. Um, everything like that. But everybody always talks about we got to stop doing this. We got to stop doing that. And shout out to Glasses Malone. He was on the Higher Learn podcast with Van Lathan and Rachel and Lindsay. And he was talking about poverty is really the root to a lot of problems, a lot of crimes. You know, a lot of people in high um, or, you know, I don't know, middle class, upper class neighborhoods, a lot of people from the middle class, they don't really have the same problems. They're not going to really necessarily do the same things as somebody in poverty. People in poverty, they gangbang. People in poverty rob. They still, they do whatever because they're trying to survive. And that's the thing about getting smart with your money, like stuff like that. Different things we can watch, different things we can do. Because if we get smart with our money, smart with our things, find opportunities, and then we go back and we give this knowledge to people or give them a job until they, my whole dream, but this is recorded too, and everything I do, August 4th Company, is that I want to teach people how to fish, meaning I want to learn how to get it, learn how to do things, and help people build on the opportunity and the different things they want to do. Because honestly and truly, the way we solve a lot of these crimes and these murders and different things is show people a different way of life. But most importantly, it's the financial way. They have to have different financial outlets so they don't do the things they do. If not, it's like it's all you know. If your mom's on drugs, your grandma's on drugs, this person's on drugs, yeah, you can have the mind frame where... I can do better, I can try, I can get a degree, I can get that, or you can get fast money. And that's what most brothers and sisters are going to choose to do because they come from that kind of situation where they got to get it now. They can't wait on school, maybe they're not good in school. If your mother and different people are on drugs, 
it's like, I mean, education might not be a priority in your house. They don't know if you're going to school or not. So just like getting smart with your money, reading books like The Alchemist, you got to dream, build on it. The Richest Man in Babylon, the autobiography of Malcolm X, different things. Really learn and tap into you and figure out how can you get smart with your money and how can you live every day the way you want. How can you really and truly own your 24? Because the saddest thing in the world is that, you know, working Monday through Friday, you know, you don't have much of your life. I'm so blessed now that I only work three days a week working on trying to work no days a week only work for myself because if you work it for yourself you're doing something you love you never worked a day in your life but with us working these jobs and the money is slow um if i start a business i start different things i can give myself a raise if not i'm literally waiting for a 30 cent raise per year that is nothing in six months i grind it out i figure out the lighting videography this that I can have a raise in six months, like a, a, a crazy raise, like a, a big, huge raise. If I find it out, take one of these videos, go viral. I'm on this talk show, that talk show, that show. So I'm in demand. The money changes. But the mindset got to change. The money got to change. We got to teach our brothers and sisters how to fish. Because if not, the crime and different things is not going to stop. Because it's the poverty. It's the situations that we're put in and faced in. It's not going to stop until that stops. We can wish, we can hope, we can pray, but until we give people real options and real ways to get it, it's not going to change. So we have to find a way to really go out there and teach each other how to fish. And like I said, the PNB Rock situation is dear and true to me. And I also bring a tear to my eye when I heard about it because I love concerts, I love music, and this was one of the first concerts I took. Uh, my nephew and my brother-in-law, too. That was their first concert. So it was special. We seen a young dude by the name of Trippy Red. Nobody knew he ends up being a star. I see his posters in Walmart now. We seen him that night when he was nobody in his blow-up. So it was real personal for me, and it's really sad. I hate to see people go through it. I hate to see also somebody make it out, somebody become the first millionaire in your family, 100,000 there, whatever it is, and then you lose your life. It's really sad. And we have to we have to stop that. We have to know better. But I understand that we have to give back and we have to teach. Education is freedom. Education is power. Reading is freedom. Everything. We have to teach, teach, teach. We have to reach back to the youth. And we have to not judge as much. I'm going to say that again. We have to not judge as much. Because everybody's going through something. You know, um... I'm not gonna say where, but it was a situation recently that um, some, I, you know, I was looking out and I seen somebody was having a real life mental breakdown, screaming and crying and cursing and, you know, to some people it would be funny or this or that, oh they acting crazy, but or you look, it was somebody in New York with an axe in their backpack. Everybody is going through a mental health problem. Some manage it better than others. A lot of us are a bad day away, like my wife says, from having a full-blown breakdown. Make sure that you are kind to people. Make sure that you're working on yourself. Make sure you reach out for help. And make sure that you're loving yourself and you're loving your brother and sister. When people cut you off, when people stare, when people do this, do that, it doesn't matter. Because we're all fighting our own battles. I seen that with my own eyes last night. 
somebody's family. I thought somebody died because they're yelling and screaming. No, somebody had a mental health breakdown that had to be taken away. I work at a hospital. A lot of people have mental health breakdowns. There's a whole ward, brand new, dedicated just to that. Be kind to people. Love people. You know, and and just be patient with your people. When, when, when you want to say it now, and I'm going to say it, I don't care how they feel, be patient. Understand the time and the place, when to tell somebody how do you feel, what they should do, everything. Because we all a bad day away from a mental health breakdown. Be patient, be calm, love each other, be there for one another. Be patient, be patient, be patient. But also love your people and talk to them when you feel it in your gut. Because like I said at the top, tomorrow's not promised. Live your life. Get things you want, you know. Um, but tomorrow's not promising with that. It's just like the mental health thing is real, you know. It, it's a lot of people using it as an excuse and a crutch right now, but it's really real. So in closing, I wish you a great mentally healthy week. I hope all your wildest dreams come true. I hope you keep loving. I hope you keep supporting. I hope you do something nice this week for somebody. This week, I speak into existence. We do something beautiful. Tell somebody something beautiful. Encourage somebody financially. Encourage them with your words. Do something to make somebody feel great. And this is recorded.